In today's episode, once again, we're speaking to Joseph Hogue. Joseph was born and raised in Iowa. He graduated from Iowa State University after serving the Marine Corps. He's worked in corporate finance and real estate before starting a career in investment analysis. He has appeared on Bloomberg and CNBC and led a team of equity analysts for a venture capital research firm. He holds a master's degree in business and the Chartered Financial Analyst, CFA designation. Joseph left the corporate world in 2014 to build his online business, first through creating websites and later through his YouTube channel. Let's talk money. Um, He's since grown the community to over 550,000 subscribers and reaches more than 1.8 million people a month through his blogs, YouTube and a weekly market newsletter. And in today's um, episode, we're speaking to Joseph about how to stay sane in a bear market. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money, my sex, and once again, we have the amazing, the wonderful Joseph Hope. Welcome, Joseph. Gul, thanks for having me back. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming back. We had such a wonderful conversation on Friday Future. We had to have you back on Money Talkies. So, Joseph, everyone's heard your intro, but please, in your own words, tell everybody what it is that you do. Sure. Well, uh, you know, I come from that venture capital equity analyst background, worked for private wealth management for, for many years uh, in 2014. Uh, and then in 2017 with YouTube, I really wanted to bring that experience to the the main street investors, really, right? Get back to where, where I came from and, uh, you know, share my investing experience and my experience as an analyst with uh, regular investors out there. So I love talking about stocks, love talking about investing and really, you know, how to how to create that financial future that, that we all do deserve. Wonderful, wonderful. And so today's topic is how to stay sane in a bear market, which is very, very uh, appropriate in, in the current circumstances. This, this episode is being recorded around mid of 2022. Uh, so I think it's it's important for us to put that in context if someone is listening in, 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 in the future. But tell us, First of all, I think let's get to, let's get everybody on the same sort of page. What do we mean? I mean, I know what bear and, and bull market is, but please, for everyone, just make sure everyone the audience understands. What do you mean by bear market? Sure. Well, we use these uh, these these terms, right? Bear and bull market, bear, yeah, just to kind yeah. of personify the uh, you know the the way the stock market and stock prices are going. Yeah. Uh, a bull market is you know anytime stocks are making new highs, uh, stock prices are going up. So not quite as well defined. A bear market though is very well defined. It's it's whenever stocks or a uh, the stock index, the market itself, is down twenty percent or more from its uh, recent peak. Right. So we actually just hit that today. Um, today the uh, the S and P five hundred. So here in the US, uh, the main, the broad stock market index is down uh, about 21% total from its November high. So we are, we are now technically in a bear market uh, on uh, on stocks. And that'll continue until, uh, you know, until stocks uh, over a period, or, you know, over a period of two or three months or, or so continue to go higher and, and eventually reach those new highs. 
And I just want to let people know that, uh, you know, in between we'll, we'll say bounce back because there are some times when you um, stocks or any any uh, any sort of markets, be it crypto or stocks or Forex, doesn't really matter. But we're, we're, we're you know, you know certain things will hit a certain level and then they'll bounce, have a small bounce back, but you'll continue down. So it's a downward trend, but obviously and it's those- in a straight line, it's up and down. So we do, this is what we mean by bounce back. Yeah, and that's an interesting idea called a bear market rally, actually, Uh, you know, when stocks do hit those kind of oversold levels and a lot of, you know, technical uh, indicators and that kind of thing where where maybe investors sold out too fast and and they're still optimistic. So they buy back in, they push stocks higher. But the fundamentals, those real big economic forces like, uh, you know, higher interest rates, tariff runaway inflation, uh, things like that really haven't uh, haven't changed. So the market still has that longer term downtrend. Uh, and it's really dangerous because it does draw more investors in as they start seeing stock prices come back up. They think, hey, this is the start of a new bull market. I have to get in. I have to get fully invested once again. Uh, they get back into the market. And, you know, of course, then it just it just sells off further into those lower lows. So extremely dangerous. Uh, what we've been seeing actually throughout the throughout this year, the, a few bear market rallies in that. Mm. I think this especially happened with crypto because I've been in the crypto space quite a bit and we've had quite a few crypto rallies and people have come back in and um, unfortunately hasn't materialized because obviously as we speak at the moment uh, crypto is down uh, the lowest it's ever been for um, since the beginning of I think 2021 so right so let's talk about this now so you you, you talk about the fundamentals so let's start telling me how can I and you know if I come to you say Joseph oh my god the, the you know share market down and crypto market's down everything's going to pots tell me how do I stay sane and yeah exactly as you mentioned at this moment in time inflation has gone through the roof it's just crazy um as, as, as much as I have I in my adult life have I been I mean it must have been high when I was younger but I don't remember because we don't understand those concepts but in my adult life is the inflation highest in UK since I I have been um, for the last 20 odd years um yet the gas prices which is for our petrol and diesel is through the roof food prices are through the roof oil prices just to cook food is through the roof so Tell us, you know, with all this uncertainty, what's going on? How does it all feed into the bear market? Sure, sure. Well, a lot of it is is just kind of that, uh, you know, what the economy is doing and how it affects investor sentiment. You know, we talked about that that technical definition of a bear market with stocks down twenty percent, but I think more important is just really the the uh, the emotions that investors go through and and how that affects stocks. Really, uh, you know, as stocks are going up, investors feel this uh, this this feeling of exuberance of of optimism everything is going up, they're going to be rich, right? They're telling telling everybody about their investments. Uh, and then as stocks come down, and especially as they crash down, as they have done this year, then that that changes to really almost the the seven uh, the seven stages of grief. It is very similar uh, to what uh, what investors go through uh, for for someone experiencing grief, right? You go through denial, where no stocks are going to come back. They've always come back in the past. Uh, I just have to stick with it. You go through um, you know uh, anger, where you start blaming uh, either the government or other investors for selling their stocks and, and driving the market down. Uh, and, and finally, you know you get to a sense of comp- situation where just you know you just you're done with it you just sell out of your stocks you don't even want to look at your portfolio anymore um so it is very it is a very clear and uh and, you know and documented stages that investors often go through that i think 
one in one way just understanding that those are normal emotions those are emotions that all investors feel as stocks are coming down it really helps you um put it into perspective and understand that yeah you know i mean i'm angry right now that the stock market is falling i'm angry what the government is doing and how i perceive that affecting the market you know uh i i have the sense of loss and sense of grief here but that's that's normal it goes through you know every three to five to ten year cycles for the for, for the stock market and stocks will come back so i think it's important to kind of keep that perspective uh, you know beyond that i think it's it's very important to understand kind of a counterintuitive point here that and it always surprises me that investors they love pushing more as much money as possible into stocks as the stock market is going up you know as prices are going up people are getting exuberant they're getting optimistic and 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 see that you know see that road to riches materialize ahead of them uh, but then when stocks come down when stocks prices fall they panic they sell out of their stocks at a loss sometimes uh they they leave the market and uh, and they uh, oftentimes they don't return until you know the next bull market is well on its way and they've missed out on a lot of those returns um, so the, the counterintuitive idea to that is that now, as stock prices are coming down, this is actually the best time to invest. You know, uh, investing on the way up, you never know if that's going to be the top in stock prices. You never know if stock prices are going to start to, to start to fall after you started, after you've invested. Now, as stock prices come down, you know you're getting a discount. You know you're getting a discount to what those stock prices were in the past. Um, and, and eventually, you know, if you look at any stock chart, any, uh, you know, any stock market over the last... 60, 70 years. One thing is guaranteed. One thing is is uh, unanimous across all of those is stock prices always go high. You know, the stock market eventually recovers. It eventually hits new highs. So, you know, if you are investing now as stock prices go down, you know you're getting a good deal. You know you're getting those future returns when the stock market does rebound. So I just want people to understand, you know, don't panic out of the market. Uh, understand that these are actually very great times to uh, to start investing and to continue investing and, and to just, you know, to just do that. It is important to have a, a strategy, though, for, yeah, for, uh, for investing. Question, I think. We discussed the strategy off camera. Um, talk to us through this, because one of the major concerns that uh, we have, I mean, I think any kind of um, self-taught or some kind of savvy investor knows bear markets are buying opportunities and it's a great place to buy. Now, the question that, that you know comes to mind is, well, where is the bottom line? How do I gauge? Right if the markets levels out or is just taking a, a bit of a dip and we'll, you know, and, you know, cause normally you think there's a dip and there's a bit of a rally. And then you think, Oh, okay. The market's going up. Let me reinvest again. How sure. do we, you know, protect ourselves, you know, out of outside of, um, you know, the, these bear valleys as you call it. Sure. Well, you know, it, it starts with, with having, uh, you know, always having kind of a, a diversified uh, uh, portfolio. And that's probably a, a, le a lesson for another uh, another day. Uh, but having, you know, having some real estate, having some bonds, having some cash, uh, so you can take advantage of those as stocks dip, right? Because a lot of those other assets, uh, especially cash, obviously, it's not going to lose its value as uh, as quickly as, as stocks when, when the stock market crash comes along. But that strategy of, uh, you know, when to invest, and this isn't necessarily where you're trying to find a bottom. You're not trying to market time, you know, time the market to its to its exact bottom but you also by the same token i see too many investors uh, 
just a stress out over watching the market every single day as it's going down wonder okay is this the time should i should i put my money into work now and um what ends up happening of course is they uh, they get so frustrated at watching the market every single day at watching their portfolio go down at uh you know trying to second guess the market and trying to time the market is that they just push all their money into stocks uh thinking okay this has got to be the low it's uh, the stock market is down so much today this has got to be the low and i'm gonna go all in on cash and of course that's never the low the stock market keeps on falling and, and now they're fully committed and they're losing money as the stock market goes down I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See you inside the workshop. So I think what's important here is to pick an index, you know, the stock market index uh, here in the United States, you might pick the S&P 500 index, which is right around 3,900 right now. Uh, and you say, okay, you know what, I'm going to hold my cash until it reaches, uh, you know, three markers basically, right? So you can say if the S&P 500 is down, is 3,900 right now, it's about down about 20%. Uh, we know the average bear market or the average stock market crash is about 28%, you know, in history back to, back to the 1930s. So uh, we can say, okay, if the market falls to 3,500 on that index, which would be about a 30% correction or 30% crash, then I'll invest maybe a third of my money, right? Or a third of the cash that I have available. If it continues to fall down to 31%, that would be right around a 35% uh, drop from the peak, then I'll I'll invest another third of my of my cash available. And then if it falls further to maybe 2,800, uh, and these are kind of arbitrary numbers, but but um, you just need those markers, uh, then, then I would invest the other third of my money. And what this does is one, it gets you invested at certain points, right? So say the market does fall to 3,500, you invest that third of your cash, and then it starts rebounding. Well, you've got your money working for you and, and you can, you can uh, take advantage of those lower prices. You can, uh, you can enjoy the appreciation, the returns from that point. But you know, if the market does continue to fall further, you've also got money set aside to, uh, you know, to take advantage of those lower prices if they do come along. So you've got really kind of the best of both worlds, right? You're taking advantage of the low prices by buying into the stock, buying into stocks at a discount, uh, but you're also holding some money back just in case the market gets worse, right? More importantly, though, I think what this does is it really gives you a formalized plan uh, and takes that stress and the guesswork out of investing, right? You can say, okay, you know what? I don't have to look at the market every single day. I just need to know where is the S&P 500? Is it, has it reached one of my markers there? And, uh, and what I'm gonna do uh, in, in that case, right? And this isn't necessarily to say that you invest directly in that index or, or in the broader market. You still have your own stocks that you really like, the stocks that you maybe already own in your portfolio that you would put the money in those, right? So you're just using the S&P 500 or you know, whatever stock market index you're using as a marker for when you're going to invest, you know, really, again, to take that guesswork out of, uh, you know, out of getting back in the market. Yeah. I mean, I, that's, I mean, that's great advice because I'm thinking, you know, um, there's this, actually, there's a stock that I I just love just because I'm in, you know, a big Elon Musk fan. So obviously that would be Tesla. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, and I, it just skyrocketed before I could um, enter, but now it's, it would be a great time to um, at some point enter it because I think I haven't checked the market, but I'm assuming it'll be down like everything else. So you're pretty much getting a discount on all your favorite uh, stocks. And obviously I know that um, Amazon did a, a 20 to one stock split on the 6th of June. So, but then that's still, 
will be down further and there, there will be a discount on that too. So, I mean, if you look upon this as going going shopping <laughs> and right. buying at a discount and, uh, and eventually, but unlike, um, you know, when you go to a supermarket or a mall, um, you know, prices never come back up. We know eventually, because that's what historically we know, eventually at some point, we don't know the time frame, but, you know, three to five years or seven years, the stock market would you know, recover and then at some will hit new highs. And then sure. you know, overall, I think there's an average, it averages that to 10%, I think, annually, isn't it? Um, that it increases because of, you know, this yeah. crazy increases and this downfall. But over average, it's got 10%, isn't it? it- and what's what's really amazing about this is that uh, again, you know, people people have that perspective that that a stock market crash is bad, and and it does suck to lose money. You know, I've lost money on my account uh, just as well as a, a lot of other people. But uh, you know, just a year ago or, or a year and a half ago, we were looking at a stock market and stock prices that were just ridiculously overvalued. Right, the stock market yeah. itself was trading for something like thirty times on a price to earnings basis, and a lot of the bold, a lot of the banks, a lot of the analysts, uh, you know, Morningstar, Morgan Stanley, uh, J.P. Morgan specifically were all calling for uh, a future of below normal stock stock returns, right? They were all uh, predicting right around 4% actually annualized stock returns over the next 10 years. Uh, and that's just basically because, okay, when, you know, when prices, when that price to earnings valuation, and when those valuations have risen so much, they really, it's really hard to see them rising any further. So uh, basically the only returns we were going to get was from that sales growth, from the earnings growth. Uh, and, and that was going to be, you know, right around 4%. So really subpar, sub optimal uh, returns looking at over the next 10 years. Well, now that prices have come down so much and, you know, could come down even further. We are back to, you know, for the for the investments you make today and over the next year, you're back to uh, probably getting those 10 or 12 percent returns annually over the next decade. So it's really, uh, you know, it's really kind of how you frame your perspective on a stock market crash and on a bear market. There are there are lots of opportunities here. Uh, and I just want want people not to panic out of stocks and just to remember that, you know, I think another very important point is, you know, when I say, when I say I'm waiting for different points to invest, uh, you know, and, and really holding my cash and that kind of thing, I still have that habit of depositing money into my account every month, right? I think it's so important to continue to keep that habit of taking some money out of your check, taking some money out of, you know, wherever you're, you're getting your income and putting that into, into investments every single month, uh, not necessarily buying anything with it, but just building up that cash so you can take advantage of those prices. Uh, but I see too many investors, you know, they, they sell their stocks or they Stop, uh, they stop depositing any money into their account uh, because of the panic, because of the stock market crash. And then they just wait for so long to, to actually, uh, you know, to, to, to reinvest, uh, to get back into investing. One, they wait till basically the bull market is back up 15 or 20% and they've missed out on a lot of that, but also they've, they've lost that habit. And it just makes it so much harder to, uh, to get back into the habit of saving and investing, right? That lifestyle, that idea of lifestyle creep that we talked about in, in our other podcast, um, you know their their expenses have have grown. You know uh, along with their along with their income, uh, and and now it's so much harder to save that money back to uh, to invest. So just keeping the keeping the habit of in, of investing and depositing that money anyway. I think that's very very important. I mean, one of the things that I teach in my because I, I work a lot on, on money mindset is we have a, what's called three sets to cash flow mastery, where a certain portion of your money goes into investments. And you, you know, you you put them aside, and you start. Doesn't matter where you are, uh, you start with one half a percent, one percent. In initial days, it's, it's very low amounts. It's, 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 it's you know, it's you think what what's this is investment. It's just getting into the habit of taking money out, 
And as your money grows, because your money will grow, and that's the whole point of the strategy. But once money starts growing and you stick to that strategy and they eventually get to 10% of your income going towards investments on a regular basis, that can, that can you know, uh, over a period of um, you know, five, 10 years can amount to a certain level of money. Oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 but also in the, in, in the process, you've, you know, you've made this habit of making sure that whatever income you get, 10% is always going to go towards the investments and that investment goes straight away into obviously diversified portfolio, but whatever investment you have. And I do, re- I do highly recommend diversified portfolio. And I'm talking from experience because I <laughs> like risk. So I lose a lot of money. And I recently just call myself, you know, pull myself back and thought, no, I'm really going to put my um, a- emphasis on a diversified portfolio. No matter how sure I am and things are going to work and things are amazing, just, you know, um, don't take that risk and have a diversified portfolio for the long run and have a long-term picture. But that's another conversation for another time. Sure. And, sure. But I think developing those habits when you don't, so-called don't have much, and then continue with them as your income grows, because income will. And if we if we live in in a in a productive society and we are you know finding ways to increase our income, which I recommend everyone to, this is what the whole pod, the reason of the podcast is the money mindset. But as your income grows, you need to curb your expenses and make sure that the money is not going towards an additional Gucci pair of shoes, but it's actually going towards um, investment that's going to give you ROIs. Um, Definitely. Gucci shoes is probably the wrong example because they're, they're, then they're becoming collectibles and you probably can make money on go. those as well. Um, turn, <laughs> turn them into an NFT or something. Yeah, make, yeah. Know, nowadays, you, sure. you, I think certain the rare bags, I know they're Gucci bags or whatever, the expensive ones, the rarity ones, they become yeah. collectors item and they, they're 10x their value or something ridiculous. Yeah. So I was told, I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> but, but even more so, you know, I love the idea of, you know, just starting with whatever you have, you exactly. know, even if it's even if it's half a percent of your income, just getting started. Because one of the other one of the other amazing uh, ideas within finance, within investing is that idea of compound interest. Right. Yes. Uh, and that that idea of time using time to your advantage. Uh, there's a reason why Einstein called compound interest the eighth wonder of the world. Right. Because, uh, you know, as that as you save that money, even if it's just a little amount, that money starts making money for you and, and starts just building and snowballing into larger amounts. Uh, I think I read a statistic a couple of weeks ago that a Warren Buffett, you know, at one point, the, the richest man in the world and still still doing very well. Very well, yeah. He has made he has made more um, more money since he turned 65. I think he's uh, something like 80 now. So so in the yeah. last 15 years, he he's yeah. he's made more in the last 15 years than he did in that in the 50 years preceding that mm-hmm. uh, just because he is you know he's saved up and it's not because of you know huge investment returns right it is because of that compound interest it is because you know when he turned 65 he had something like you know 50 billion dollars uh, so even if you make if you make 10% on $50 billion. That's still $5 billion a year that he's, year. he's made, right? And he's only made that because he started 50 years, you know, well, when he was 15, basically, he started investing. He started putting just a little bit amount of money each month to his investments, and it's compounded every month, every year since then over those 50 years. Uh, so just a, an amazing idea in compounding interest and just amazing to let that time do its, do its work for you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, on that note, we're going to um, wrap this up. So what would be your final thoughts or ideas to someone um, in terms of staying sane in a, in a bear market? 
Sure, sure. Well, I would say, you know, just just change your perspective on the market. Yes, it does suck. It does hurt. It's painful to lose money. But understand that now, right now is the best time to invest. Uh, if we look back, you know, Amazon went up, went public in 1997, I believe, uh, you know, got up to about $100 a share, then fell 95% to under $6 a share by 2002. Uh, and, and you were just talking earlier, it did that 20 for one split. At one point, though, it was up at a, up to about $3,000. Yeah, $3,000 a share. That would be about a, a 5,000, 50,000 percent return, I believe, uh, basically 50, 50 times your money, um, you know, on if you had if you had taken that perspective, bought shares, you know, in 2002, when everyone else was selling, uh, you know, so so just understand, you're getting some great discounts right now, uh, in stocks, stay with it, you know, keep that savings and that habit mentality, uh, investing in the in stocks and and you will do well. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And so just tell us how can we connect with you? Where can we find you on the internet? Sure. Well, I love to see everybody uh, come to the community there on Let's Talk Money on YouTube. Uh, you know, join the community. I love talking about stocks. Love talking about investing, just like what we we've, we've been talking about today. Um, you know, so so stop by Let's Talk Money there on YouTube. I also have a blog called My Stock Market Basics. Really, a little bit more of a basic idea on stock uh, stocks, trying to make investing easy for everyone and really get people back to those core basics of how to start investing and, and how to grow your nest egg. Fantastic. Fabulous. So if you are listening to us on the podcast, we will have the links for Joseph on the show notes. And if you're watching us on the YouTube, then down below in the description section, we will have his links too. And obviously the link to his YouTube channel. He is awesome. And I will be following him. So, you know, do check him out. Uh, thank you so much for your wisdom and your time today, Joseph. It's been a pleasure talking to you. My pleasure. Thanks, Cole. And thank you for listening to me and Joseph. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, which was on how to stay sane in the bear market, which is very appropriate under the circumstances. I hope you enjoyed it. And But do join me again. I will be back with another amazing guest on our Wednesday Money Talkies, um, asking them for their expertise and their advice so that you and I can build a better business. Until the next time we meet, this is Gokhan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website www.golkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.